When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with your LOA business coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with your LOA coach, Ginny Gain. And today we also have special um, love coach guest, Sharon Pope, which you'll get to hear from in just a second. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me, Cass, what are you excited about right now? I'm excited because um, I'm getting ready for my goddaughters and their moms to come over for a big sleepover. They're dancing um, like two blocks from my house. So we get to spend the whole weekend together. And oh, I'm like, slumber I'm party. I know slumber party, like, um, you know, easy to go see them dance and yeah. So I'm excited. What are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about my upcoming Mexico trip. Ooh, (laughs) I know it's just such a part of like living my truth is like being able to work from anywhere. And I mean, you guys know, I love the sunshine. So feeling like that, it's like I'm living my dream when I'm able to work there and it's just connecting with all you guys still. It's amazing. Oh, so fun. I know. Wake up and work on the beach, right, Cass? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be doing that in a couple weeks too. Yes. I'm very excited about yes. that. <laughs> very fun. Um, so what do you have for our listeners? If you guys haven't checked it out already, you can head to LOAskillstraining.com and access a four-part video series on how you can uh, amp up and get into alignment, some extra tips and tricks on that, and the number one mistake that most beginner LOAers make. So LOAskillstraining.com, and you can access that. And Cassie, tell everyone about the hottest money manifesting party. Um, I do have the hottest money manifesting party anywhere. It's called <laughs> Manifest 10K. If you're a listener and you're not there already, I don't I don't know why. It's so fun. Um, <laughs> but it is uh, if you're looking to manifest ten thousand dollars or more into your life in the next ninety days, then you want to be surrounded by people who are all doing the same and celebrating and you know, sharing their evidence, which you can use as yours, go to manifest10k.com and register and get started today. Awesome. And we actually have our February contest going on too, guys. So if you haven't already, you can enter the contest by simply going to iTunes and writing a review, and then you are automatically entered. So you just search the Manifest It Now show in iTunes, write a review, and you are in. Yes. And remember the prize is we're giving away a gift card for as many reviews worth as many dollars as there are reviews. So, uh, even if you don't win, you're supporting someone else, which I think is fun. Totally collaborating abundance. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in continuing on in our month of love and our February month, we have a special guest here on our call with us today that we're both Cassie and I are so excited to introduce you guys to. Yes. Um, her name is Sharon Pope. She is, uh, a love coach. She loves love, which, you know, yeah, I, 
I know, right? I knew Jenny would be real excited about that. Um, I love love too, but these two have a special place in their heart for love. Um, <laughs> Sharon's a certified master life coach, five-time international best-selling author, and she helps women and a few brave men, which I love about her, come to their answers for their lives about struggling and painful relationships. And what I love about Sharon is that she is able to stand with her clients in those places that are really messy and really hard and, and guide them to the light and the love that they want. And, uh, Sharon definitely also gets to live the life and the love that she wants with her amazing husband. So, um, (laughs) I'm excited to welcome Sharon. What, um, so first welcome to our show. And second, of course, we want to hear, what are you excited about? Oh, thank you so much, you fabulous ladies. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a great way to spend an afternoon talking to you about love. So thank you so much for thinking of me and having me on the show. Um, as I was thinking about what I'm most excited about, it, like as I was driving into my office today, I had one of those moments where it was like, seriously, I get this life? Mm-hmm. Like I get to do this kind of work? Like, you know, like, like this is our profession. This is our business. And, but like, there are some days that I wake up and I'm like, how did I get to do this kind of work? And I'm so in love with what I do and the people that I work with. So I'm super excited about that. And, and all the people that are going to probably take a a big step forward in their lives to um, get their relationships to a place that feel really good this year. So. Oh, you are in the right place, girl. (laughs) Cassie and I both so often are sharing that sentiment of like, wow, we are that lucky. Like, this is just awesome. Yeah. It's great. Yes. It's so fun, right? Oh, so juicy. I love it. Yeah. All right. So our topic today is going to be, uh, we had a listener question a while back and we kind of wanted to save it up and wait to have Sharon on, on the episode with us, but it's going to be, we're going to talk about how to stop attracting the wrong man. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I want to, yeah, before we jump into it, like specifically, um, you know, the question was really about, um, Cause we're going to lay it all out and Sharon's here. So of course we're just going to, you know, go Talk for it. Sex and everything. Oh yeah. Yes, totally. <laughs> so, um, you know, the question was really, you know, how do you stop attracting guys who just want to sleep with you and nothing more? And I think it's such an important topic. And Jenny and I were like, we can totally answer this. But I was also like, I want Sharon to come in because this is one of her, you know, her specialties is helping people see where they're attracting what they don't want when it comes to love and relationships. So I'm excited about this topic. Me too. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Well, you know, when we were, when we were talking at the beginning of the show about, um, like this is, it's sort of like how to not attract, this is not attraction, (laughs) but it's also about the flip of it. It's like getting clear about what it is that you want and attracting that because when you're not clear, you're going to attract a whole bunch of stuff. Absolutely. And and most of it's going to be stuff that you don't really like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so true. And then you're going to think that it's happening to you and that you have no control over it. But we all know a little better than that, right? So um, one of the stories that I share sometimes is, so there was a time that this was after my first husband and I were divorced. 
And um, I had not yet met the man who's now the love of my life. Um, but I was dating a few different men and none of them seriously. It was just, you know, playing around or whatever. And there was a time and I'm not kidding. It was like, it might've been 10 days, but it was definitely no more than a two week period where four different men reached out to me to see if they, if I wanted to get together. And I probably don't have to tell you, they didn't want to meet at Starbucks. <laughs> right. To catch up right. on the weather. Where right. Sharon, where did they want to meet? <laughs> <laughs> so none of these men knew each other. Okay. None of them had anything in common. They didn't have any connection, but none of these men wanted to be in a relationship with me. Okay. So mm -hmm. And the other, the one thing that they did have in common was that they were all in some type of committed relationship. So one of them had been dating a woman for years and was thinking about getting engaged. Um, two were living with women and one was married. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> they definitely didn't want a relationship with you. Yeah, <laughs> it's very clear. Right. And so at some point, I had to look at what the common denominator was, and that was me. <laughs> mm. And I could have very easily stayed stuck in the story of like, let's see, the only men that find me attractive are taken, or all the good ones are taken. I probably even could have kept the story that all men cheat. But when I just started, like I, it was a time where I just started getting radically honest with myself. And the only common denominator was me in that situation. So I knew enough at that point to know that if I was serious about getting the kind of relationship that I wanted, that I had to get honest with myself about how this was happening, not just to me, but through me. Um, Sharon, can I interrupt you quick for a second? Yeah, I yeah. just I just want to highlight to our listeners that that is so, so important and exactly what Sharon did in terms of the first thing being like, like we like Cassie and I teach you guys is taking responsibility for your life, owning your own story. And so you're looking at your reality, you're looking at your experience and you're saying, OK, am I the victim of this or or? How am I creating this? And what Sharon did was she turned it around, right? She's like, okay, well, I'm the common denominator. So it's no, there's no judgment there. It's just, okay, how do I move forward from here knowing that I'm the one in control? Okay, so that first step of taking responsibility and owning your own story, I just want to highlight, and that's so important and awesome. Yes, and, and I want to... Um, well, we could talk about it. Go ahead and finish. And then we can, I want to come back to, um, because this is really one of your strong places in your work. And we talk about this too, but, um, the stories, like you, like there were four stories you said, like you could have kept, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could have kept believing and kept creating. Um, but go ahead and we'll come back to that. Yeah. No, you know what? Like, I, I actually think that now is a, a okay, great. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Because like, because then what would I, if I, Let's say I carried the story that all men cheat and I kept, I, I created some momentum around that. Whenever I would go out on a first date with someone, I was like, oh, this one probably wouldn't work out either. I mean, you know, all men cheat. It's just going to hurt. It's going to end up hurting. Like, what do you think I'm going to draw to me? Cheating men. Cheating. Yes. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and at first it's like, it, it stings a little bit. Like when you're taking responsibility for stuff, for your story, it, but I call it compassionate curiosity. Like just get curious. If this is not to find some other reason to beat yourself up of like what you did wrong or what you should have done or whatever. It's like, just get really curious about how you're contributing to your experience in love. Ooh, I love that. Mm, I love it. Curious about the experience you're contributing in love. Yeah. Because then so it, actually, good. it gives you all the power because as mm-hmm. soon as you can see the truth of it, then you can change you it. Can change it. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I've had so, so many. Go, oh, go ahead. Well, I've had so many, I can totally relate to that experience of, and just recently, like within the past year, Cassie has called me on one of these stories of like, is that a story, Ginny? Or are you, <laughs> is that what you actually, is that what you want to believe about your relationships? And I was like, oh no. And it was just like, as soon as that awareness and owning that part gives you all the power to change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want you to talk a little bit more. So, cause I know what you're talking about, but I think our listeners could use a little more when you say like, keep the story and build momentum. Will you talk about what that means and sort of like how that builds? You talked a little bit, but I think painting a really clear picture of that will be helpful. And I love that you use the words like, do I want to keep that story? <laughs> um, so if I, um, if when I think about meeting someone, my mind automatically goes towards the, my thoughts go towards the doubt, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be really hard. You know, it's going to be hard to find someone that's really good at my age. All the good ones are taken. Um, you know, love always ends up hurting. They always leave. They always cheat. Like that's momentum. Um, you mean the thoughts adding on to each other? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can create some, um, it's, it's like if a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking, well, if you think a thought, I'll men cheat, I'll men cheat, I'll men cheat, which you intellectually know is not true, cannot be true. But if you carry that thought and you think it enough times, it becomes a deeply held belief that I think becomes an absolute ingredient in your experience because it's almost like, it's like, it's like, it's in the, it's like, if it was like a filter of like, if there's a screen through which we view life, Mm -hmm. that is, that is a part of the screen now because it's a deeply held belief that all men cheat. And so if you're always kind of distrusting and always looking for the worst and expecting the worst, and not really believing that things are going to work out, you're actually going to draw people to you that will prove that experience to be true. And then what you do is you go through and say, see, I told you, <laughs> see, it happened again. <laughs> when we're actually creating over and over the exact experience of what we don't want. Yes. So good. And I love the way you explain it. And so Jenny and I talk a lot about awareness is sort of how you have to catch it. So do you have any tips of like how you create the awareness to notice that you're doing this and you're creating momentum? Mm. Yeah. So, um, there's probably a recurring story that, that we have. Um, like, so for instance, the woman that wrote in and said, how do I stop attracting men that just want to sleep with me? 
So she has, you know, to a certain degree, even if it's subconscious, there's a story there about how the the men that I attract only want one thing. Mm-hmm. So the way that I get at that thought is maybe um, do a fill in the blank for yourself of like, all men what? Mm. Everyone mm. who I attract what? Like if you can complete that sentence, then you've, and, and it usually comes pretty quickly, then you've found your story. And then when that thought comes to your mind, you've got to interrupt it early on. You can't let it get that momentum because you mm-hmm. cannot take a train going 80 miles an hour and get it to go to zero like that. You know, like you've got to, yeah. then once it gets momentum, then you've got to like take the time to slow it down before you can stop and then turn the train around the other way. I love that example, Sharon. Sometimes Cassie, Cassie and I use that or I use it with my clients too. And we say like, if you try to, if you have all this momentum going in one way, trying to believe the opposite thought or think something different right in that moment is like standing in front of the train and it just (laughs) knocks you right over. Yes. It's like, you know what someone will say, like, how are you? And things suck. And you're like, oh, Oh, it's great. Sorry, I don't swear on your show. <laughs> well, it's our show, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so um, can I tell you something about what I found in that experience? Yes. Yes. Okay. So when I was like doing this radical honesty thing with myself and saying that like, okay, I'm the common denominator here. What I discovered in that little, um, mining that I was doing at the time was that I was willing to be the other woman to these men. Mm. I was willing to be second place and they knew it. Now, how do you think they knew? Like, so that just, made, yes, like that totally makes me feel and like think of, cause I think of everything vibrationally. Like if some part of us is feeling like that or activating that vibration, other people without words can feel that too. That's right. Yeah. You can feel that. I mean, I didn't require anything of them. I didn't have any expectations of them. I was willing, like, if, if you know, like people will tell you when it comes to cheating and things like that, like that there's something that you're running from. There's something broken that you don't really want to deal with. But like I could be an escape for them from the pain in their lives. And the real big thing for me was I was willing to settle for crumbs, which coincidentally was all that they had to give. Mm. Okay. So that's There's so much, so, so juicy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so good. So was this, a an aha or can you like guide any listeners who might find yeah. themselves or want to like, look at this deeper? Like, yeah. can you give them sort of the process for figuring that out? Yeah. Like if you, when I, when I realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm settling for crumbs here and that's just keeping me starving. It, like, I knew that that wasn't what I wanted. I used to talk about like, um, I called it the big love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like this, like I knew what I wanted was like this deep, connected, soulful kind of love with a man. And, uh, and, um, None of these men were that. 
but it kept me distracted. <laughs> it kept me, mm. um, it kept me feeling like I was working towards my goal when I wasn't, I was going in the opposite direction. Oh yeah. Will you say more about that? Like it kept me feeling like I was going towards my goal. Yeah. So let's, let's continue the train analogy. Cause it's just so good for this. Right. Yeah. I love um, it. <laughs> so I can, when I, when I could stay in the place of being really clear about what I wanted to feel when I had the love of my life by my side, that would, that would be like stacking an engine on the one end of the train. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I would engage in activities that were completely contrary to that, like flirting with or entertaining men that were like, you know, like, like keep continuing to engage in the conversation with men that were clearly unavailable. That just puts an engine on the opposite end. And every single time I did it, I put an engine on the opposite end of what I wanted. And so the momentum got going in the opposite direction of what I wanted. So it's really funny to me that like inside of two weeks, the exact same experience kept like smacking me in the forehead. <laughs> like, and seriously? Yes, okay, right? I got it. I got it. <laughs> and that's what happens, right? That's what the universe yeah. will do is they'll just keep give you more, give you more, give you more until you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. And here's well, yeah. the, the fascinating part for me was, is that like, as soon as I could see that truth, you know, and then, you know, do the, do the forgiveness of yourself. Like, okay, yeah, I screwed that up, but now like, okay, let me, I know what to do here. I know what I need to do. So as soon as I did that, let me just tell you, this is no lie. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I never texted any of these men back. I never called them and said, don't contact me again. I never said, um, I never made a big deal about I am no longer going <laughs> to men that are unavailable. Like I made no, like I just said to myself, enough, enough, Sharon, you, like, you know, better. And it's not a, like a better, like worse, like that was bad. And this is good. It's more like, cause I don't carry those judgments, but more like, you know what you want. Mm -hmm. So stop playing around, like focus on what you want. And, um, I'm uh, seriously, I'm telling you, none of them ever contacted me again. And no one who's ever been in a relationship has ever contacted me since that point. Like this was probably oh, five, cool. years ago, five or six years ago. Like I didn't do anything except to myself just said enough. And it's never happened again since that two week period. So you 100% in that moment, I love this example, because you shifted your vibration in a moment. And yes. like Cassie talks about this all the time with a decision. Yeah. So these things don't always necessarily take time to happen. They can happen in that instant. And your vibrations just spoke so loud there, right? Like nothing has come to you since then, since you change the story, change the belief, made the decision. It's amazing. Yeah. That's how it yeah. works, right? 
It is totally how it works. And it's why, like, I wanted you to share, because I, I knew how this story ended. <laughs> um, and I love it for the example of, and what I love that you brought that I didn't even know you would say, but I want to talk about it, is you were like, I didn't, you didn't make a big deal. Like, it wasn't mm. like, oh, I have to set a boundary with this guy. I need to tell them not to text yeah. me. I need to yeah. do this it was your decision. And like, I think this is such a powerful example because that's all you have to do. Yes. And it's so about the transformation within you. Yes. Like Cassie and I talk about all the time, how it's all about our alignment with ourself. It's the power within you. You affect your reality by you changing. Yes. And you know what? There's another example that I have that is similar um, slightly different topic that I'll share with you. And it was like, um, so sometimes you, you probably get this, Jenny, um, when you get involved with someone who has, um, some narcissistic traits, it can be really damaging. Um, and so some of those women find their way to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, there was a particular man in my life. And this was actually before this experience that I just shared with you. Um, who, who had some of those traits, but anyway, um, you know how sometimes you're in a relationship and when it ends, it doesn't really end. And the other person keeps like coming back into your life and they don't really want to be with you. They don't really want a relationship, but they really don't want you to move on. Right. Um, and so they keep like, they, they like keep you on the line a little bit. And so I was experiencing that and I, for like, I'm embarrassed to say this, but probably I wasn't the coach then. Like I didn't know any of this Mm -hmm. stuff, but probably for like a year, I allowed this man to kind of come in and out of my life as he pleased. Um, even though he did not want to have a relationship with me, I was just like, so hopelessly crazy in love with him. And I kept holding out hope that we could be together. Here's what was fascinating to me. So he kept coming in and out, in and out, in and out. Finally, this was, um, I think, I can't remember the exact circumstances, but it would, he went like a long time without coming back. Yeah, this is what it was. And then he came back. It was like a year later or two years later, he came back again and was like, Hey, do you want to go to lunch? And this was after I was dating my, who's now my husband. And I said, I'm not going to disrespect Derek like that. Mm. I just shut it down. Never heard from him again. And so when people ask me like, well, when is he going to stop reaching out? When is he going to stop coming back? Like, why doesn't he just stop? Because it's keeping me in this like emotional space. That's not healthy for me. Right. And it's like, he will stop when she will stop when you get clear that you, that you don't like, as long as that door was open, he knew it. Oh, it's so true. Oh, I love that you use the door. Cause like I have my own, just like it went on for way longer than a year, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) fortunately, but you know, I was young and I didn't know any better. And, but I love that you use the door example because it's such an energetic thing. Like as long as we leave that door open and don't make a decision and aren't clear, like the door is open and they can see like doors open, you can walk through. But once you make the decision, you literally shut that door and the 
person knows they can't walk back in. He knows you can't come back into your life. It's so perfect. And I do, I want to highlight again, how in this, in this example as well, it's, it's sometimes we're saying, Oh, when are they going to stop coming into my life? Why do they keep showing up? (laughs) And it's no, it's us. Why do we keep letting them show up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you highlighted that. Cause that's so true. Like why, why do we like, why don't we just, and, and again, to just remind our listeners, like it's a decision. It's not a, it's not a big process. It, yeah. It's not a big process. You don't have to send 14 texts about appropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it's right. just and get them to understand why you're setting this boundary and then they need to obey it. It's like, nope, yeah. just, you just decide that you the door is Yep. Yeah. Oh, Sharon, this has been so amazing. Um, so I feel like time has went by so quickly, but I want to give one last kind of and you an opportunity to say any to summarize anything to answering this question of like, how do I stop attracting the wrong man? So do you have any final summarizing thoughts for us? Stop believing the, the belief stop believing, stop thinking the thought, believing the belief that is keeping you attracting the exact experience that you don't want. Look for your, look for what's true. Look for what's real. Look for what your role in the creation of your experience, because if it's happening again and again, you are the common denominator. So when you find that nugget, don't beat yourself up. Just look forward and go, okay, now, as soon as I change that, I change everything. Amazing. So good. And before we say goodbye, just share and tell people where they can find out about you. And I think you have a special something for our listeners. I do. I do. Um, So you can find me at SharonPope.com. And if you Google Sharon Pope, you will find me all over the place. Um, But I am also glad to send your listeners a copy of my book of why is love so hard to find? Um, and it speaks exactly to what we've been talking about here. Um, so if you shoot me an email, Sharon at Sharon um, with your, obviously I'll have your email address, your name and your physical address. Then I will be glad to send you one of my books and I'll sign it for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right. She's so good. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And so make sure you guys tune in because we are going to have Sharon on for another special episode next week. So moving on and continuing on from what we talked about today and moving into how you can attract what you want to be putting out there to attract the love of your life. So thank you everyone for listening and we will catch you next week. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.